Welcome to the Rebel Yell podcast. I am your host, Kame Nicole. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two, step two, step two, step two. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Rebel Yell podcast. I'm your host, Kame Nicole. As I said before, I refuse to identify myself as anything. I am rebelling against the matrix. I am so sick of identifications, even though I more than understand what they are for. Um, I realize for me to identify my title as to what I am doing in any of these spaces, whether you, whether it's on this podcast, whether I am on TikTok, um, whether it is YouTube, which I just officially started working on my YouTube. So if y'all want to follow me there, follow me there. It's just this undying need to identify what you do. And so initially, I came into this game saying, you know, that I am a coach, which I guess I am. I'm more of an advisor, more of a spiritual advisor. But as of lately, what I have been doing with um, my platforms is I've been doing a lot of teaching. And I've been doing a lot of teaching that is completely, number one, unrelated to plant medicine because I am still being censored when it comes to that. And I'm still working out all of those uh, things. But also, I am realizing in the spirituality community that there is a lot, not even the spirituality community. I'm going to back that up. I'm going to say as a collective. But I'm realizing that there's a lot of people that are deconstructing from religion, which is a great thing. I am anti-religion. I don't care what religion it is. I am anti-it. Let's let's be very clear. Um, But also... People are moving from um, the structural religious systems that have been in place for ever, for thousands of years, and they're moving over into spirituality and they're finding themselves being confused by a plethora of information, being overloaded by a plethora of information, but also being bullied. It's like we have two different groups who have the same agenda and both are missing the mark. And that is something that I observe. That is something that I notice. I do get a lot of people screaming in my comments section, especially on TikTok, because that's a thing. Help me, help me, help me. You know, they're confused. They think that uh, they're experiencing symptoms of a session. And does that mean that they're going to die? And all of these, like some wild things. Uh, Spiritual psychosis is another thing that is being talked about a lot. Of course, relationships are always a topic of conversation. And then the thing is, is that uh, there's a lot of people who are circulating misinformation, half information. And I'm noticing that a lot of people, number one, aren't tapped in as they say they are. And then number two, they have enough information to be dangerous. Both sides of the fence. Both sides of the fence. And it's unfortunate. And while as a black woman, if you don't know, I'm black, I'm black in this time and space. And as a black woman, I get when it comes to cultural, religious, spiritual practices, the need to gatekeep. 
a lot of those things are closed practices. Um, however, they are finding themselves so been infiltrated by people of other races and nationalities. And now, you know, there's like this open race war in uh, spirituality and on the religious side, too, because uh, Christianity is an Aryan religion. Anybody can argue with me about it. I don't care. It, it's, an, it's an Aryan religion and it, it has been presented to us literally in that construct. So with that being said, I tried to figure out how I'm going to help people. I said, okay, I really want to talk about plant medicine. However, I'm being heavily censored. And I'm then too, especially on TikTok, I'm noticing that I'm being censored as well when it comes to really uh, breaking down all this information. And I feel like there's, we can't gatekeep the basics. We can't keep the fundamental basics because what people fail to realize in this space that spirituality is a very, very, very individual experience. And what resonates for me may not resonate for you. Okay. Initially, when I started out, I was highly attracted to hoodoo and all things kooky and witchy. And it makes sense now because when you really just get into all the symbolism that's deeply hidden within the biblical text and you're just like, oh yeah, they were, they were like skull and bones. <laughs> um, I wanted to connect to my ancestry and then knowing on my father's side that I have these deep roots in Louisiana and know that my grandmother, my great-grandmother, well, my grandmother was a closeted hoodoo woman. My great-grandmother was a medicine woman. And people came to her to get different kind of herbal remedies. And so I really wanted to connect with that side of the family because I was raised wholeheartedly Christian, heavily Christian. Um, I was denied that part of me. In, and in addition to the fact that, you know, my parents separated by the time I was born. My parents were married, but they separated by the time I was born. And... I didn't, and because we moved away, I didn't get to get that uh, part of my family on my father's side. And then my father wasn't a very inactive father. He's a very selfish man, very inactive father. So there was no effort on his part for me to learn anything about his side of the family. Now, when I finally got to that side of the family, uh, when I moved back, moved back to that same state, my, especially my grandmother on that time, she, she had passed away already. She passed away literally two months after my mother passed away in the same year, in the same exact year. I mean, 1997 was whooping my ass. <laughs> so I still didn't get to get that. And then when I asked my dad, of course, if he's, you know, deep in his addiction, he doesn't remember most things. I think he suppresses a lot because of what he's gone through and going through internally on his own. So I had this undesirable need to connect to that part and something kept drawing me to Louisiana. And I got to know, now I just got a download and the dot just connected because that was just the beginning of my journey. That was just a level of my journey because during that, I got deep into hoodoo. I got into ancestral veneration. And from there, I started to learn about the Orisha, where before I never knew anything about the Orisha. And so now that I'm, wow, when I'm looking at my timeline, 
I'm looking at the fact that number one, there were so many different things that was hitting in plain sight, but it was all like a domino effect as far as the spiritual journey. And I said all that to say is now my journey has led me through, throughout all of my, my spiritual downloads and everything, and then definitely engaging with plant medicine. Now I'm fully immersed in the knowledge that is of ancient Kemet and esoteric, you know, and I don't identify as being an occult person because I don't, I don't have any specific practices, you know, per se. But what people aren't, when we hide the basics, when we hide the basics of things, when we hide the foundations of things, uh, we are really doing a disservice to those who are on this path. As you can see, my spiritual accession, as I explained to you, was completely linear, which spiritual accession is linear. Okay. Time is fluid, but spiritual obsession is linear. And so now just really looking at the whole pattern of my obsession and how I grew, there's things that I started doing in the beginning of my journey that are no longer relevant today. And this is why the fundamental basics are important because there are other people like myself who are going to be in similar situations where they really need help. And here's the thing. A lot of people try to say, especially on social media, social media has just been a good and a bad thing at the same time, because where we have this place where we can be ourselves and we are openly talking about it because now it's okay to openly talk about these things. It is coming with a lot of misinformation and a lot of people who are coming out of some really weird fucking closets. Okay, with some stuff. And I'm like, where did you get this? But in that space, a lot of people would like to say that, oh, well, there's rules in spirituality. No, there's universal laws. Let's debunk that myth. There's universal laws. However, this is an individual experience. So when it comes to your own personal morals and ethics, that is also an individual experience. When it comes to spirituality, a lot of people get taken advantage of because they're they're isn't a checks and balance system. You know, um, we, this, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with that. You, you can do whatever you want here. You can do whatever you want here. And people are taking a lot of that religious construct, something else that you're seeing on social media. There's a lot of people who are deconstructing from religion and they're bringing religious concepts, structs, doctrines, laws, into spirituality where they do not fit because the only only laws that matter here over in spirituality is the universal laws. That's it and that's all. And I know people are going to fight me on that. I know they are and I don't care because I said it. I'm not biting my tongue. I've I'm, I've gained wisdom. I don't know all things but I know what I have been able to debunk versus what I see out here in the realm of the physical. And a lot of y'all not telling the truth. So we can't gatekeep the basics. We can't, the whole purpose of our journey and becoming enlightened is so that we can help each other. We have to, instead of 
being crabs in the barrel and bringing people back down, when we ascend and we learn and we gain this, this wisdom, it's our responsibility to put our hand down and grab the other people up when they started going through their awakening process. And so I said all that to say is nowadays I am finding myself being a teacher. Okay. Which is really, really interesting. By the way, I just jumped into the episode. Um, please support the channel. <laughs> so what was I about to say? Please support the channel. <laughs> that wasn't what I was about to say, but like I completely lost my train of thought when it came to that. And um, yeah, I find myself being a teacher. And it's interesting because another thing that's highly spoken about in the spirituality community is life purposes. Why did we come here? What are we supposed to do? Well, one thing is we came here to help each other. But then another thing is if you want to figure out who you were meant to be or your life assignment, look at your family. I'll give you myself as an example. On my dad's side of the family, there are hoodoo practitioners, medicine women, and then there are also ministers. Like I had one minister I was able to um, trace back deep, deep in Louisiana, deep. And then they're all teachers. And then on my mother's side of the family, they're all ministers, evangelists. Like I had a heavy, heavy Christian upbringing. And then I look at my birth chart, which is very important. A lot of people say, oh, no, that stuff's not real. Let me do it again. It's not real because you don't understand it. So when I look at my birth chart and I look at all the placements, I'm a Gemini sun, I'm a Scorpio moon with a Sagittarius rising. So my sun sign, which is Gemini, just to give you a brief synopsis, is how I present myself to the world. I get my depth from my moon being a Scorpio. And that constant need for transformation also comes with Scorpio. Because if you look at Tarot, Tarot, the death card is Scorpio. And it represents transformation. So I am constantly in metamorphosis. And then I am also a Sagittarius rising. Sagittarians are students. They love to learn. They're really good teachers. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe my sun sign, my sun sign Gemini, they're also really good teachers. Uh, that is a profession that is given to the sign of Mercury, the messenger, right? It's the messenger. It's the messenger. Mercury has always been known as the messenger of God. Hermes Trismegistus in Hermeticism was the messenger of God. Okay, he was associated with the planet Mercury. So when I take those elements and then I start looking at the 12 houses and I look at what's situated, what sign, what planet is situated in those 12 houses, it all makes sense that my spiritual accession 
my deconstruction from religion, my medical profession, which if you don't know, I have been a paramedic in working in the EMS now actively. Now I'm just a paramedic on paper, but actively for over a decade. I think I have about 12 years in it, which some people still consider a baby. That's fine. It was enough to be traumatizing. But the medical symbol is the caduceus, which is also the sign of Hermes. And it put me in the realm of medicine. Do you see the picture that I'm painting here for you? So come to find out that my life purpose is actually teaching. So I'm directly in line with what I am supposed to be doing. Getting the message out. Helping people. It's just that I thought that me helping people was in the matrix version of helping people, which is the run of the mill, get the job, go to the school, get the job, uh, which being a paramedic in the EMT and environment just doesn't pay well. Uh, you get traumatized more than anything and you lose all of your friends um, in very different ways. So, Sorry if I just heard that. My phone just went off. So if you want to figure out your life purpose, a great way to start in addition to looking at your astrological chart is looking at your family. And the same thing if you are adopted. Because there's a lot of things I get from people is, well, well, I'm adopted. Okay, what do your adoptive parents do? What are their family lineages? Because you needed to be born of certain DNA of your parents to portal into this time and space as a light being. But you didn't stay with them. You got different parents. So look at their lineages and see what clues you can find. Get a notebook. Start writing it down. These are the fundamental basics. That people were trying to gatekeep and we all need it because we are under spiritual warfare. It's definitely begun. You can see it all over social media. You can see it all over in the world. Kanye is a bit like, I mean, uh, now I'm just going to briefly touch on this because I don't like this guy. I never liked him. I stopped listening to his music since um, after 808s and Heartbreaks. Like some of his recent songs because, you know, they were trending on TikTok or whatever the case may be. Can't stand them. Arrogant. Arrogant, arrogant, arrogant. Um, doing things the wrong way. I get what he's doing. A lot of people say that, um, first of all, people are trying to argue with me that that he's like the Malcolm X of the world or the new Martin Luther King. And you just can never put him in the same category as either one of those two uh, activists. And the reason why you can't is because neither Martin Luther King or Malcolm X took the approach that he's taking, okay? And they didn't, they didn't build their legacy on the backs of Black people. Kanye has literally, has the life that he does because he has built the his his legacy off the backs of the black community and he's been the most insulting to the community on which he 
build his status off of. And people defend him. People defend him. And, and, and it's amazing to me. And then he's he has such an influence in society where he's allowed the Black community to divide themselves. Now, is there some truth to the things that he's saying regarding what's happening in Hollywood? Absolutely. There's been child sacrifices. But again, he is the pillar of what is wrong when you take religion and the religious text literally. And it says in the Bible itself that we are supposed to be taught by spirit, not by the letter. There is no such thing as a chosen person, not a chosen race of people. No. But as far as doing the spiritual work and actually making an impact on the world, many are called, few are chosen. Yes. In that construct, yes. And the way that he's going about everything is wrong and he's doing it in a very hateful way. Okay. This is, this is not an enlightened person. Because if he was truly tapped in and truly enlightened, he would not be conducting himself in the in the manner that he is. Um, and then people are really just skipping over the the fact that all of his angst that he has towards a particular group of people is rooted in money. If they never was playing with this man's money. He would not be taking the stance that he's taking. Granted, I do believe well before he got to the status that he is now, that he was trying to say, hey, this is what was going on. He was being muffled. Absolutely. I do believe that. However, I think that he has morphed himself into something entirely different and it is completely rooted in hate. Um. So the fact that he has found another way to divide the Black community is amazing. And the people who side with him, who say that we can't have a conversation or intellectual conversation about him because we're not in his tax bracket, you are the problem. When did someone's financial status ever equate to them being an intelligent human being or being tapped in spiritually when did that ever equate we've associated that society has associated that the matrix has us associating those two things together but they don't go together because I, I made my comments about that on tiktok and i got i got um i got accosted in the comment section but i stayed 10 toes down because when you have an understanding and you know then you know and the thing about giving the people the fundamental basis, the thing about being tapped in is that you can see who's telling the truth and who's living on lies. Because a lot of people who are truly tapped in will not operate the way that they've been operating. And I can tell you that because I know, I understand that. One of the biggest, biggest things that I get from my spiritual downloads is to check my ego. 
So I find myself, even when I'm being attacked and I type out my message, I'm like, screw this, I'm going to clap back. I just go ahead and erase it sometimes. Sometimes I give people what they're asking for. I'm not going to lie. But 90% of the time I erase or I take down a video of what I'm going to say because it's nasty. And I do, uh, I do understand that everything is connected. So to sit here and speak nasty to someone else is speaking nasty to myself. And I just don't talk to myself that way. That came with growth because I remember when I did used to verbally and mentally beat myself up because I did not love myself. That came with the growth of spiritual session as well and healing, shadow work. That's what shadow work is. So, you know, I mean, yeah. I find myself teaching. I find myself teaching. And it's heavy because when you, when I teach, I teach the secrets that are in the Bible, the hidden occultism that is in the Bible. And I also, I look through all the gospels. I look through all the gospels that weren't backed by influential political people during that time. So they were left out conveniently. And also they didn't fit in with the actual uh, agenda that comes with Christianity. So they were another reason why they weren't included. And so with that, I, I, I pick it apart. And I also, I find the literal history and science that's attached to it. I have a course that's called uh, Cosmic Psychology. And this is what it's all about. It is, it's just what it's all about. It is about breaking down the secrets that is hidden within the biblical text because it is a roadmap back to ourselves. And it has nothing to do with color. It has nothing to do with being a woman or a man, even though it's been taught literally and it's created this old age Tom and Jerry beef between men and women. And in reality, when you go back in the text and you look at history, the beef between men and women is actually power. Okay, not to get on that tangent, but um, that was also the first attack on the family was the separation of man and woman. We all have masculine and feminine principles within ourselves. And it was all about duality. It was all about balance. And we've allowed ourselves to be divided. And until we heal and address that hurt and become um, balanced eternally, we will always have this age old fight. And I actually, I think now that I just said that I'm going to make a, uh, a separate episode about that, about duality and balance and a balance of men and women and relationships because relationships is it's a huge topic it's a huge topic it's a huge portion of our lives and i mean it, it's so huge it's like the worshiping of the body where the body worshiping of the body has created this billion dollar industry whether it's wellness whether it's fitness whether it's makeup whether it's the hair industry um relationships is also birth a multi-million dollar even if not billion dollar industry where you know it's valentine's day sweetest day um what else whatever kind of anniversaries 
And, and that was taken out of context too, because the relationship and the marriage that they speak in the biblical text was completely again taught literally and was taken out of context. Okay. So I'm going to do a separate episode on that because it's high time that we talk about the culprits instead of blaming. Everybody wants to shift blame. And I made a comment response on my social media page to someone who made this video about how women have nothing of value that men want. And so men uh, invest all their time and money and cars and all this other stuff. And I'm like, and, and it was just a person that I actually thought was, you know, really enlightened and really tapped in. And then he came out and he made such horrendous or horrendous statements. I was like, what? And this is what I'm saying about people who don't get it. They're tapped in, but not really. Because I made a comment on that. And then I stitched the video. It's on TikTok if you want to find it. I made the comment about it and I stitched the video. And I told him, I said, people are imbalanced internally. And so we deal with that. We cannot have peace. And then he said something to the effect of agreeing with it. And I'm like, okay, well, if you agree with this, then why would you make the rhetoric that you just made? So apparently this is part one of this episode because I just looked at, I'm trying uh, to do this on my computer now and I'm at 29 minutes. So this is part one of the welcome back episode and follow part two for the welcome back episode. Because I'm not done.